Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're going to have to hold on for a little bit because we have a special guest here. But if you want to join the conversation, please give us a call 215-634-8065. That's 215-634-8065. I want to welcome to the program Miss Wanda Walker. Miss Wanda, welcome to Evening Words. Good evening. Thank you for having me and everybody special in Philadelphia that cares. No, so thank you for having me a second time. Of, of course. And I just I mean, the response to your comments were just, you know, it's off the chain. People were like, oh, my goodness. You know, you know, she should be hosting the show. That's what it's telling me. They're like, hey, this, this no. one needs to be on here dropping those gems. But but I, I, I think what I think what the callers and listeners are saying is that you were dropping a lot of information yesterday with such yes. clarity and accessibility. So can you, for, for folks who weren't listening yesterday, can you kind of reproduce what that conversation was we were having? I sure can. I was explaining why Philadelphia is poor and it's because of our politics. And it makes no sense to have uh, the, the policies that are in place, particularly when this is a predominantly black city. Um, we used to be alive and thriving and we have to look at the factors that have caused us to be where we are now, poor and lawless. And again, it's the policies and we're not talking about presidential policies, the government. Most of our issues come right from city council. And I don't say this to to be mean. Um, I, I believe that if we keep going along and getting along and not saying anything, then the people who are doing the wrong know they're doing wrong. But if you don't say anything, they think you don't see them or you don't care and they keep doing it. When we start um calling out these bad behaviors and intents, then something starts getting done. And so when you had me on the other day, we were talking about, I got into one of my passions, uh, generational wealth. And I keep trying to explain to everybody, there is nothing more important in Philadelphia than generational wealth other than our children. And we're losing both of them. Uh, the numbers don't lie. Pew did a report and it shows that during the COVID, we, 30,000 black people left. So where did they go and why did they go? So that's displacement. Yep. So that means they couldn't afford rent or they lost a house. How come people are losing houses? If you can give a house to PHA because it's in the land bank and it got to the land bank because of entitled tangles or grandmom couldn't pay her taxes. taxes. Mm -hmm. Why can't you make up a program where that family has a second chance to redeem themselves? And it's ironic that you can be a senior and pay taxes 20, 30 years, pay a mortgage for 30 years and lose a house mm -hmm. for not paying taxes for a few years. And then the person buying it more than likely is a developer. That's right. You know, because they're very aggressive. In Sometimes not even from Philadelphia. Develop. Yeah, exactly. And then he that person gets an abatement for 10 years. That's right. Please make it make sense. Like, Wanda, let's slow down. Miss Wanda, let's slow down. I want to slow this down a little bit. Sure. This is really important. And it's actually really personal to me because I I do believe, you know, we just had a caller on uh, talking about reparations. Obona. And, yeah, Obona. Again. Yep, yep, yep. And, and one of the things like when you look at, and again, I'm not trying to change the subject, but just to disconnect it. When you look at the loss of farmland, amongst black farmers over I the decade. It's, it's it's stunning. It is unconscionable. And then just anecdotally, 
in the city of Philadelphia. What, what, so yes, I do want to talk about what kind of policies can be put in place, but also I want individuals to know because we have a lot of experienced, I won't call them elderly, but we have a lot of experienced listeners on this program, to this program, yes. homeowners to this program. What are yes. the things that folks need to do? Because like, and, and again, I'm not saying my family is the greatest thing like that, but at least in my family, like there are like active conversations about yes. how you pass on a house and and yes. and and how do yes. you do it. But what so from you you you're a, you own property and and you're, you're a yes. landlord. You have experience with this. What are the conversations that we before we get to policy? What do we need to be doing to make sure that the transfer of ownership of property becomes something that's more talked about or more central to like how we operate as, as family and community. Sure. Have game night. Like I, I was having every other week uh, during COVID to make sure everybody was mentally okay and, mm-hmm. and, and getting through it. Okay. And we talk about real estate and we talk about politics on top of talking about relationships and everything else to make it fun and eating a lot of food. Mm-hmm. But we need to have more respect for our seniors. It mm. really, I, I, I told you before I spoke at the 46th uh, Street Baptist Church right. about two weeks ago, they asked me to speak and it was about generational wealth. And my speech was pretty much saying we need to really, really be respectful and pay homage and everything else to our seniors. Our seniors are literally the secret sauce. They're mm. the ones that hold the majority of wealth. And we need to, each one of us needs to try to reach back and educate two, five, 10, 12 people, whatever floats your boat that you think you can talk to and explain to people that the wealth is not going to be in these new home programs. Number one, you're paying too much for the house. Mm-hmm. You'll get a 30 year mortgage. That means whatever the price is, you're paying three times over for yep, it. That's right. Uh, the interest rates are too high. And when it comes time to access equity, instead of it being around the seventh year with these prices and interest rates, you're more like the 10th or 12th year. Mm-hmm. And even when you have equity, you can't access it unless you have a job and a good credit score. And then when you're accessing your own money, they're still giving you a ridiculous interest rate. Mm. Whereas when grandmom or granddad or an aunt or uncle leaves a home to you, you automatically have ownership. You automatically have equity, you know, and equity is something you can build on. So for an example, grandmom has a house, I want to say West Philly, because that's where I'm originally from. And this house is tore up from the floor up and it doesn't look like it's worth too much. And the uh, developers are coming in offering her 50. What's wrong with the family if they had any respect for grandmom and and consideration? What's wrong with the family getting together and saying, one of us is going to apply for a loan and we're going to go get 50, 60,000. We're going to fix this house up. Grandmom, you're going to put it in my name. You're still going to be able to live here. But now when they come reappraise it, instead of it being 50,000, it's now worth 300. And why do we know it's 300? Um, because we know that the comps in the area and all the developers. That's what they're selling they put, them for. That's right. Right. So now now it's worth 300 and you just put 50 in it and grandmom had owned it outright. So you only own 50 on it. Now you have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of equity. Guess how much you can touch and pull out? Seventy percent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're looking at at least about one hundred and sixty, seventy thousand dollars you all can get your hands on. So say it's three or four of you. You you go get the the equity out Mm -hmm. and you divide that money four ways with a promise, you know, because it it shouldn't take but so much when you're dealing with family. Now we have a mortgage for 170, uh, a loan for 170 with a mortgage that's probably going to be about 
1500 yeah it's three of us so we're each going to pay 500 dollars a month back to pay this but meanwhile each one of us is getting about sixty thousand equity hand. to go invest in something right else. but wait a minute we're going to take this sixty thousand and go buy two four units we're going to put and you can even live in one of them and not even have to put up the the 20 30 percent you can do the five because you're living in one and as long as it's four units or five units and less, you can do the homeowner occupied. Mm -hmm. So now you're going to go buy two, the other two, the other two. That is now six, four units in this family. Please tell me if the average one bedroom or even two bedroom is going for 1500 Just one of those relatives out of the three, if everybody acts stupid, grabs the money or whatever, just <laughs> right. has to be responsible. Right, right. And now out of your 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 eight units, because I didn't say just go buy one four unit. I mm. said you got 60 by at least two. You have eight units paying you fifteen hundred dollars a month. And each one of them have a mortgage. It's probably going to be about two thousand. But if you have eight at fifteen, what is that? Um what's that 12 12,000 coming in yeah yeah so you do the math yeah 25 25 is five and then the five for grandmom so that that's 5,500 but you have how much 12,000 coming in right I mean I, I, that, that listen that, the, the math is lovely I I think what's yes. what's 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 lost and what we're not doing is having that initial conversation to even yeah. set the plan in place. So I'm glad you're speaking at churches. That might be the place. I'm also love the fact that this is important, folks. I hope you heard Miss Wanda when she said this, that when you think about the wealth that does exist in the black community, it exists with the seniors. With the seniors. That's right. And when you don't sell generational wealth, that's why it's called generational. You pass it it's on. It's not called grandmom or granddad gives it to us and we sell it and then go get a car and go on a vacation. Right. You leverage it so you can go on a vacation every, every year. year. You can get a car every two, three years if you do it right. It's, and it's supposed to be something that's admired and respected and bragged upon every single generation like John Johnson, you know, against all odds. Mm -hmm. Look how he started off and so many other people. Mm -hmm. Generationally speaking, these are things someone has to make the sacrifice and it's not as hard as you think it is, but no one. And it should be something like the churches that are giving this message. While yeah. you're talking about Jesus and the sheep and, and whoever did whatever, start talking <laughs> about generational wealth. Because without generational wealth, we're not at the table. We're on the menu. We can't take care of our families. We can't send them mm -hmm. to school. Mm -hmm. We can't send them to trade school. We can't even give them an upper hand. And you definitely look at the difference. At The, the last time we spoke, we talked about prom versus how other families do it. That's right. We spend all this money in prom and we don't even think about, will our children get married? We're just trying to make this prom, you know, and, and, and instead of saying, let's save this money for when they graduate from a trade school right. or college, right. you know, our priorities are in the wrong perspective, but just about every community has people who understand the assignment. And so it's up to us to have the big mouth, to talk a lot and to spread the message. So, uh, and then walk the talk so people see it. Model and then it for always the, for the make yourself accessible. So when people call or ask, you take the time, stop everything you're doing to give a conversation and talk to mm -hmm. them because mm -hmm. it's important because people are watching, you know, and they don't wake up saying, Oh, I want to be a drug dealer <laughs> or, or I want to play games or be on welfare. Right. But no, no. One's showing them anything better. And unfortunately, I really blame a lot of this on our people that are in position. And I know it gets tiresome, but if you've been paid and, and, and picked and chosen to do a job, you should do it a thousand times. 
not just enough or 70% or 80%. You should literally come with trying to do it the best that you can and touch as many people as you can. So you have to keep trying. And when I look at these bills that have been passed, it's literally done in such a way that it makes it impossible almost mm-hmm. for small black, brown and yellow landlords to hold on to their let's, property. Let, let's talk about that a little bit, Ms. Wanda, because we got We're going to we're going to go to a break and I, I want to get this piece in. Let's talk. What what are some of the policy changes? So you, first of all, the first one you mentioned is that we give tax abatement to developers coming in, but we can't give tax abatement to elderly folks who've been paying taxes for 20 years. That's one policy piece. Are there what other policy pieces do you think city council now, that's should That's my consider? suggestion. That's not a policy. A policy okay. is when they actually listen to us and do it. Right. So this is a suggestion like if there's no reason. And then you have to understand that Philadelphia, unlike Montgomery County and the surrounding counties, is rent heavy meaning we have more renters than owners. Mm-hmm. So why would you put all the burden on everything on property owners and business owners? That's how you collapse something and run them out of town. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that makes a city stronger than your businesses. Mm-hmm. And that means landlords and storefront businesses. You want the businesses to thrive. And the only way they're going to su- thrive is if you listen to them and you support them in such a way that makes them grow and you hold them accountable. Accountable. So mm-hmm. they're, they're not getting money and funds and doing programs and not doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And that's a si- simple task force or someone that checks on it or pre-qualifies people. Mm-hmm. But the policies that have hurt us the most as far as land wealth. And once again, there's nothing more important in Philadelphia right now than land. Everybody's trying to come here. The uh, the sheriff sales, I've been told, are now on on uh, the web page. Mm-hmm. So you're competing with people in China and Dubai and everything else for your own darn community. So mm-hmm. these these things have to stop because there are places like Jersey, which doesn't allow outsiders at some of the auctions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they protect. They don't want a bunch of, they protect their community people. That is not the case with our politicians for the most part. And not all of them, because you have some terrific politicians out there Um for one, Darisha mm-hmm. uh, Parker comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love this. I like any politician that will actually return a phone call. <laughs> sometimes you can't help. No, seriously, sometimes you can't help. I can have issues that are whatever. But when you don't even respect me enough to return a phone call, that's a problem. But one of your when policy get- suggestions, though, is that we should change the law that allows <laughs> folks to just bid on sheriff sales from outside of the Philadelphia community. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. We should have a, a, a bid before the outsiders come in. That's right. So a certain amount or percentage goes to community people mm-hmm. to keep that community uh, um person or people in place. Mm-hmm. Um, our eviction diversionary program, I told you, yeah. it's not an eviction diversionary program. It's redlining. Mm. Helen Gim can call it anything she wants to call it. You could call it, you know, chocolate cake with strawberries. <clears throat> if the results are people are losing their property, being forced to sell their property and moving out, then it's redlining. Mm. It's not a it's not an eviction diversion. It's an eviction displacement. Because I lose my property generational wealth. I'm the one housing because 64% of your low income and underprivileged housing comes from small landlords. That's right. Not Not from these big developers. That's right. Right. So why would you pass a law that literally frightens seniors 
mm-hmm. where they don't want to rent anymore and they'll mm-hmm. keep it empty. Mm-hmm. Somebody like me who had a tenant pull a gun on them last year mm-hmm. and this was not the first time. Why would you do anything to make it worse and harder for me to collect money? And when you can't collect money, you can't pay taxes. If you don't pay taxes, you don't get your license. If you don't get your license, even the tenants that went in correctly, you now can't collect rent from them. Wow. So if this is not a setup. I don't know what is because there's no way in the world tenants get together. And this is what what has happened. Mm-hmm. Three, four, five of them get together. We're not going to pay them. Now, if you have that many people not paying you, and incidentally, a lot of us have hard money loans because right. we don't get the bank loan. That's right. So now it only takes three months to fall into foreclosure. They're not paying. I can show you proof that they're not paying, but you're still telling me I have to pay the taxes and they just went two years not paying rent. Right. But each year you want me to pay the taxes. And if I don't pay the taxes, I can't get the license. And now even the tenants that went in when I was right now don't have to pay me. Do you understand what type of chaos and and type of criminal uh, 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 cesspool that creates, right? Like literally, they're passing and putting things in policy that creates the crime and the lawlessness. You just and the perfect one is the squatters' rights bill. Right. Who makes it legal for someone to break into your property, whether you live there or sport it up? And you're saying they get to stay because they're saying maybe something happened to them. And you have to do an injectment and injectment start at thirty five hundred. If my property's boarded up, that means I can't afford the taxes and the water mm-hmm. from the storm water bill. Mm-hmm. God makes it rain. But you're telling me I have to pay and I don't have a choice to say I don't want the roof to hit the rain to hit my roof. Mm-hmm. So these are things that make no sense. Like if you struggle all this time to pay off a mortgage and you're in a fixed income and now your taxes keep going up because someone built something next to you, it's common sense to say this developer coming in gets an abatement. Everybody within a certain block of radius, their taxes don't get touched regardless of what they do. Right. Because that's not fair to them. Then on top of that, you put in something called the storm water bill. The storm water bill. I've had a storm water bill almost as high as my taxes. So wow. that's a double taxation. And you can't say no to the storm water bill because it's all about God making it rain. So I can't say God don't this rain on my whew. house because I can't afford it. No. Who makes bills like this? And the whole time they're doing this, we've been on the poor big city list. Right. So if you know your city and your constituents are poor, the medium income is 35000 and you're making 134 or higher. How the hell do you pass stuff that literally you know your Listen, listen, Sister Wanda, you, you, listen, there's a lot of critics of this city council who listen to this program, and I'm sure they're cheering you on, but I got to go to break. It has been incredible to have you on the program. We have your contact information. We appreciate you sharing this information, especially, again, for all the homeowners in Philadelphia. They really need to hear from you and what you're experiencing because some folks don't know what to do and how to move Give in the space. Give them my number. Give them my phone number. Give we, them my phone number. I don't have a problem with that. It's been the same for 30 years and I'll gladly um, help anybody that needs help because if they're not going to help us, we're going to have to start helping ourselves. That's right. Thank you so yeah. much, Miss Wanda Thank Walker. Thank, Thank you for joining so us on, on Evening Words. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 